Welcome to Getting Ahead with Career Success, the podcast for The Ohio State University students and alumni from the College of Arts and Sciences. More than resumes, career success is your center of opportunity and connections and is a great source for information that will help you pursue your professional aspirations. We're back after an extended hiatus. Thanks for staying with us. Today, we're asking the question, does the decision to study abroad impact your career preparation? Spoiler alert, it certainly does. We're very excited to talk with three individuals who all had very different reasons for studying abroad, but gained clarity into their professional goals and also grew personally through the experience. Michaela Dang is pursuing her PhD in higher education and student affairs and is the graduate research associate for career success. During her undergraduate experience, she studied abroad in North Dakota. You see, Michaela is from Germany. My name is Michaela Deng. I'm from Germany. I work with the resource planning analyst uh, in the office, and we are currently working on a study on alumni perspectives on um, their individual career development paths after they graduated from the School of Arts and Sciences. I knew that I wanted to get my PhD in the US. I was like working on applications and uh, actually got admitted in February, which was like shortly before the pandemic hit, like kind of happening, which is which was a time where we were all still naive and thought this was going to go away in two weeks and it'll be fine. Well, it didn't. And <laughs> it was actually quite the struggle to, to come here. Um, but I made it and I'm super happy about that. One of the the reasons I um, got hired for this job was because I actually um, studied abroad at the University of North Dakota. And um, I had a huge interest in uh, Native Americans and I actually wrote my final thesis of my undergraduate teaching degree on Native American boarding schools. And I got to do a lot of research at the University of North Dakota because they had such a vast um, uh, library on uh, with Native American literature and just so much access to Native American literature. And I actually got to talk to Native Americans and I got to interview them for my final thesis, um, which was a big, big part of this job as well as to be able to interview people um, and talk to them. So um, it definitely, even though it was, gosh, it must have been five or six years ago that I studied abroad in North Dakota, um, just half a year ago, it actually helped me to get this job here. Alyssa Igneshak is a recruitment director at Teach for America. Alyssa completed her undergraduate degree at the University of Wisconsin, where she was able to participate in a study abroad program that took her to Florence, Italy. I did. I actually studied summer after my freshman year. I went to Florence and was in this really cool program where we lived in a Renaissance villa outside of Florence. It was about, it was literally like about six miles away because the village was called Siesto Fiorentino um, and took uh, I took a bunch of art history uh, courses there and all of our art history classes were actually in the museums and the churches and the palaces and castles that we were learning about and then also took a course on Galileo um, from both like the science perspective but also the history perspective um, and the villa that we were living in actually was the home of Galileo's father's patron and there was a um, a piano that like he built in it. It was really cool. It was a very unique experience. Um, I would love to go back and study abroad again. It's incredible. 
By its very nature, studying abroad will expand your awareness and understanding of different cultures and different societies, helping you learn to bridge differences and embrace diversity. But cultural skills and competencies are not the only competencies you can expect to develop. When you factor in the ways you prepare for your trip, the communication and travel plans you'll need to make, and learning to get around a new city, you'll gain confidence in your ability to navigate through new experiences. I took a lot of French in middle school and high school, um, and then I took, which was kind of strange, then I ended up deciding to study in Italy, um, but I took uh, one semester of Italian that was like 101 and 102 merged together for speakers of Romance languages. Um, and I had just enough to like ask how much something cost or where's the bathroom. Those are the extent of my, I think of my Italian that I still have today. Um, but it was enough to get me through. And I was able to like have conversations with locals um, that I wouldn't have been able to do had I not taken that semester. I had never traveled internationally and being in a new place and not just visiting it like on a vacation, but actually staying there, I got to understand much more of the culture and see how, how do you manage bus systems, train systems? How are you traveling places on your own? These are all skills that you might not have engaged with beforehand, um, but you're trying to do it in a foreign country and you have to learn how to use different technology and possibly different languages, different systems um, in order to get where you need to be. I think it put a lot of the U.S. into context. It actually made me realize just how unique and different the United States is. Like there are parts of how we work that are not typical to the rest of the world. That was a, a huge takeaway that I hadn't quite, hadn't quite engaged with beforehand. Essentially, it's stepping out of your comfort zone. And I know it sounds a little scary at first, and it's not something that we like to do. But in the end, stepping out of our comfort zones prepares us for bigger challenges in our life. So you go to a different country, you might not be very well aware of the language that's spoken there, you don't know the people, you don't know the customs, everything is new, right? And it's scary at the beginning, for sure. But then once you've actually overcome all of these hurdles, it is such a rewarding and successful feeling to be actually able to um, open a bank account in a different country or to actually be able to communicate with someone in a different language and manage to buy that, um, I'm just going to say a uh, baguette because I studied abroad in France. And it's really what it comes down to is um, stepping out of your comfort zones and being challenged and overcoming those challenges. And that is really something that you will taken advantage of for the entirety of your life, um, not just in your job, but also in your personal life, but especially in your job. That's what CEOs or that's what um, bosses look for, right, is being able to be confronted with a challenge and to be able to overcome it. And that is really what all of study abroad is about. Another um, big emphasis of study abroad is intercultural competence. You are thrown into a country with people that you have never met. And especially within study abroad, it's not just the people from that individual country, but it's also other study abroad students. So all of a sudden you're, like it was in my case, you're in the US and you get to talk to Americans for the first time in your life. But there's also students from India, there's students from China, there's students from other European countries from all over the world and you're all put together and you have to communicate, you have to talk to each other, you want to make friends, you want to be successful in your classes, um, you might want to find a travel buddy because it's scary to travel alone, things like that. 
And um, it kind of goes back to what I said initially with overcoming hurdles. It might be initially difficult to talk to these people because maybe you don't know their language or maybe both of you are actually communicating in English, which is not your native language and figuring things out, cultural differences, things like that. So your everyday life all of a sudden becomes this playground of where you can test your intercultural competence and where you as a group um, or as an individual with other people overcome the challenge of finding a place to go to get food, um, accommodating everybody's uh, different needs and different um, tastes and food and things like that. And all of that culminates to adaptability. And that is also something that future employers definitely look for. Are you able to adapt to the job and to whatever, to the tasks that you're given and things like that? And that is also something that just comes naturally with study abroad, because every day you have to adapt and overcome and become better. After hearing Alyssa and Michaela talk about their experiences and the lessons they learned, you can probably think of many ways an experience like this could positively impact your career preparation and job search. But I asked Alyssa for her thoughts as somebody who hires new talent. Yeah, so there are a few things we look for when we are um, doing our hiring process uh, at for America. Um, a couple of them, I think, really align to the experience of studying abroad. So, like a strong commitment to learning. Like, do you have the desire to improve and develop? And that's something that you definitely develop studying abroad because you're pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. Are you able to work in partnership with others? Like, do you have strong interpersonal skills? And when you go study abroad and you're going with people from different schools and you might be living with them and you don't know them before you get there, that builds a lot of those interpersonal skills. And then Lastly, like uh, respect for individuals' diverse experiences. That's a, a big one when we are doing our hiring process. And of the applicants I've seen that have studied abroad, there's this very clear understanding of people have very unique backgrounds, people have very unique experiences. My experiences are not going to be the same as yours and neither is better or worse, they're both valid. I mean, some of those same skills you can get in a lot of different ways. Like you can get that through volunteering or through your own lived experience in which you have developed interpersonal skills, which in which you have developed that ability to learn. Um, I think study abroad is a great way to develop those skills. Um, and it's a way to do it that's really going to be a once in a lifetime experience. Charlie Gabor, Program Specialist with the College of Arts and Sciences in International Affairs, helps students in our college with their study abroad plans. Charlie shared his number one bit of advice. The worst thing a student can do is wait too long to make a plan. And that's because you have to be a currently enrolled degree-seeking student at Ohio State to study abroad. And so that means you can't wait until um, after you've graduated or do one right after you've graduated. You have to get these, these programs in before you actually get to your graduation date. Another really good reason to start looking early is that some programs are offered every other year. They're not offered on, a, on an annual basis. And so if you find a program that you love this year, it may not necessarily be offered the next year. But if you're looking in advance and you have the time in your schedule to fit that program in, you're going to be able, better able to plan that into your schedule and work with an academic advisor to make sure it works with you. Did you hear that? Plan ahead. There are some fantastic opportunities for students at The Ohio State University. So even if you don't plan to study abroad for a few semesters or years, start exploring the programs and working with your academic advisor now. What are some of these programs? Charlie told me about Global Maze programs, which are great options for first year students. We have a suite of programs called Global Maze, and these are designed with first and second year students in mind. They're all taught in English. 
they count for GE credits, they have no background information that's required, so you don't have any fluency levels, you don't need to have any, taken any prerequisite courses. So if there's a specific area of the world you're interested in, or if you just want to know, like, see if maybe being a French major is good for you. They're also nice because we do all of the arrangements, relatively speaking. We, we do all the hotels, the in-country transportation, um, some group meals, there's a lot included in them. Other programs exist as well that are better suited for established students. This is where it's kind of important to work with your academic advisor as well as your study abroad advisor to make sure that you're you're choosing courses that fit your career path um, at Ohio State. We see students from all backgrounds. Some majors will require you to have time experience abroad or experience with the language program. I think that's pretty common in a lot of the, the language majors will spend a lot of time abroad taking language courses. Um, other people are just looking to have that study abroad experience. And so they'll do some of those global May programs, like I mentioned, just to get GE credits out of the way. Um, other programs are focused on specific majors. So for example, we have a molecular genetics program uh, that does have some prerequisites. There's not a, a wide range of students that are going to be taking that course, but if you're a molecular genetics major, major it's going to be a really good program for you. So we see students from all different backgrounds. And since I work with arts and sciences programs, they're open to almost every student on campus. They generally tend to become one all, come all programs. Uh, so you don't need any real background for most of the programs that I, that I work with and that the College of Arts and Sciences offers. But the, the types of programs and the types of course that you take abroad are really going to depend on what your schedule looks like, what you're hoping to achieve while abroad. In some cases, if you're, you're looking to take elective courses, um, it's a good time to do it. In other cases, you can actually find different courses that you wouldn't normally take at Ohio State or that might count towards your major. Um, in this case, it's really important to work with your department and your academic advisor just to make sure that those, those are going to count the way that you need them to. If you're interested in a non-OSU program, there are often options you can seek out on your own. But transfer credits, schedule, and other issues made Charlie caution against these types of programs. So, what can you expect to spend when studying abroad? We get that question a lot, and it's it's pretty hard to answer because it, it honestly does depend. It depends on the length of the program, uh, where that program is, and what's included in the program fee. So for example, those, those short-term programs, those faculty-led ones, may only cost a few thousand dollars, or a semester may cost several thousand dollars. One of the benefits of being at Ohio State right now is that there's a tuition waiver in place. So if you're doing a semester abroad, you're not paying tuition at Ohio State for the time that you're away. You're just paying tuition directly to that university. One of the things that we do for all of our programs, the short and the long-term ones, is we create a budget sheet, and that includes a detailed breakdown of cost of tuition, housing, living expenses, personal expenses. It's just a big estimate of all the things you might incur while you're going abroad. So if you look at that number compared to the, that same number as if you were staying on campus, oftentimes it's very comparable. In some cases, especially for out-of-state students, it might even be more affordable in some, in some instances. There are countries that don't charge tuition necessarily to foreign students. So there are some options out there that are extremely affordable if you're looking from that perspective, but it also depends on where you're gonna be. Staying in the city of Paris is going to be a lot more than staying in Aix-en-Provence in France. We can also help you with financial aid and scholarship. Students that have a FAFSA on file are eligible to apply for financial aid. That same budget sheet can be taken to the financial aid office and used uh, to petition for an increase of the cost of attendance. And so it, it may actually help cover the cost of your time studying abroad. There's also hundreds of scholarships out there. And so there are scholarships at the university level, the college level, and the department level, depending on which department and what program you're studying. So it's, it's a there are big differences in, in what these programs cost. So there's no easy way to say if it's going to cost more or less than what you're going to do now, but there are ways that you can kind of gauge that through our website.
The Office of International Affairs website, oia.osu.edu, is a useful source of information, including information about existing programs. Depending on how you want to go about finding a program, you can start looking on, on the educationabroad.osu.edu website. You can sort of search by subject area, so you can find specific programs that relate to your major or an interest area in the College of Arts and Sciences. Um, or if you're just sort of looking for a program in general, you can reach out to someone in our office and we'd be happy to sort of walk you through the steps to find programs that might be a good fit for you. As we look ahead to a future that looks very different from our past, we're all hopeful that we'll have increased opportunity to travel and study abroad and to see family and friends more easily than we have over this past year. Start your conversations with your family, friends, or tribe and advisors early and be thinking about how you want your study abroad experience to impact your career development. And listen to the advice of others who have studied abroad themselves, like Alyssa and Michaela. I remember being terrified getting on the plane. It was the first time I'd flown internationally and I was going by myself and just like saying goodbye to my parents at, um, when I was checking in for my flight was a little scary, but once I actually got on the plane, once I had my like food and it was, you know, international flights, they bring you like warm cloths after you eat, um, got really excited. And once I got there, it was awesome to be able to explore a new place on my own. I chose to become a study abroad advisor of all um, jobs out there after my um, experiences in study abroad, both in France and in the U.S., but it isn't just about sending people abroad, right? I, I didn't choose to uh, become a travel agent. For me, it was, hey, this is such an eye-opening um, experience and it broadened my horizon in ways that I could have never ever um, done if I had stayed in Germany. So it was really about helping other people have this experience for them to broaden their horizons, not only in terms of their personal horizons, but also um, of their jobs. There are jobs that exist in other countries that don't exist in yours, or there are jobs that um, require a different kind of education. So if I look back to the U.S., I met a lot of people who were study, studying to become nurses, and that is not a job that you go to college for in, in Germany. So that simple fact or that simple realization blew my mind that you wouldn't have to or that you had to go to college to become a nurse which was not a thing back home I don't know a single nurse back home so it's little things like that little um, differences in everyday life and everyday culture that I really take away from my uh, study abroad experience to kind of see the world in a new way and to you know not always take things for granted and to look at the bigger picture and a little bit beyond your own horizon. If you are a student in the College of Arts and Sciences at The Ohio State University and you're ready to connect with like-minded leaders learning to tackle 21st century challenges, Career Success provides great opportunities for you. Visit our website, go.osu.edu slash career success. Explore our signature programming and events, make use of the extensive resources on our website, and connect with a career coach to help with your internship or job search. If you are a professional interested in helping students prepare for their lifetime of opportunity, we'd love to talk with you about presenting during a program or helping out during an event. The Center for Career and Professional Success at The Ohio State University. Communities, connections, career success.